0: to Learning English, a daily 30-minute program from the Voice of America. I'm Dan Friedel.
1: And I'm Katie Weaver. This program is aimed at English learners. So we speak slowly and we use words and phrases, especially written for people learning English. Coming up on the show, I report about American theater legend Cheetah Rivera, who died this week at age 91. Faith Perlow answers a question on Ask a Teacher. A learner wants to know why Americans drop sounds from certain words when they talk. We also hear from Dan Novak, who has a report about this year's Grammy nominees. And we close our show with the program American Stories. Stay tuned for part two of Edgar Allan Poe's The Fall of the House of Usher. But first... Groundbreaking American performer Cheetah Rivera died on January 30th in New York. She was 91 years old. The famed dancer, singer, and actor won many awards and honors in her long career on Broadway and beyond. Her work also broke through ethnic and racial barriers in American entertainment, helping to shape a path for Latin performers. Her daughter, Lisa Mordente, announced her mother's death. She said Rivera died after a brief sickness. Rivera first gained wide notice in 1957 as Anita, in the original production of the musical play, West Side Story. She was still dancing on New York's Broadway stages a half-century later, in 2015's The Visit. I wouldn't know what to do if I wasn't moving or telling a story to you or singing a song, she told the Associated Press, At the time That's the spirit of my life And I'm really so lucky To be able to do what I love Even at this time in my life Dolores Conchita Figueroa del Rivero Was born January 23, 1933 In Washington, D.C. Her Puerto Rican father Pedro del Rivero was a musician who played in the United States Navy Band. He died when Cheetah was seven. Her mother, Catherine, was of Scottish and Italian ancestry. Cheetah studied dance as a young girl and was accepted to a highly respected school for ballet. She was 17 when she won her first part in a musical. She was a true Broadway legend, playwright Paul Rudnick said on social media service X. She always delivered, and audiences adored her. The moment she stepped on stage, the world became more exciting and glorious. Rivera rose from chorus line performer to star. Along the way, she worked with many of Broadway's other greatest playmakers, including Jerome Robbins, Leonard Bernstein, Bob Fosse, and Harold Prince. She won two Tonys, the highest award for live theater in the United States. Her first came in 1984 with the production The Rink, She won again in 1993 for the play Kiss of the Spider-Woman. An Associated Press theater critic wrote at the time that Rivera was more than a musical theater star. She's a force of nature. The second Tony was an especially sweet victory for the star. Just five years earlier, Rivera had been in a serious car accident that crushed her right leg. It could have ended her career. After months of physical therapy to regain her dancing skills, she returned to the stage, singing and dancing as energetically as ever. She told the AP, It never entered my mind that I wouldn't dance again. Never. I can't explain to you why. It's hard work getting back, but that's what I'm doing. When accepting a special Tony Award for Lifetime Achievement in 2018, Rivera said, I wouldn't trade my life in the theater for anything because theater is life. In August 2009, U.S. President Barack Obama honored Rivera with the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest civilian award of the United States. At the presentation of the medal, Rivera put her hand over her heart and shook her head in wonderment. Rivera was married to dancer Tony Mordente, from 1957 until 1966. Their daughter, Lisa, also became a performer and has appeared on Broadway. I'm Katie Weaver.
0: The American music industry holds its highest honors Sunday night in Los Angeles at the 67th Grammy Awards ceremony. Artists including Taylor Swift and SZA, as well as songs from the Oscar-nominated movie Barbie, lead the competition in nominations. And mostly women are nominated for Album of the Year, the Top Grammy. Just one of the eight nominees is male. SZA has the most nominations of any artist this year, nine in all. The wide female representation in nominations follows a year of huge success for women in the mostly male music business. Swift's Eras Tour broke the record for ticket sales, passing that of British singer-songwriter Elton John. Beyoncé also played two full stadiums. And Swift's concert film also was a huge hit, earning more than $180 million in ticket sales. Women had a phenomenal year not just in music, but in Barbie being the biggest grossing movie, said Billboard magazine reporter Paul Green. Women dominated pop culture. In addition to Swift and SZA, The other women nominated for this year's album prize are Miley Cyrus, Lana Del Rey, Olivia Rodrigo, Janelle Monáe, and Boy Genius. The group Boy Genius is musicians Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers, and Lucy Dacus. The single male artist nominated for album of the year is John Batiste. It is just the 12th time in the Grammy's 66-year history, Green said, that women received the majority of nominations for Album of the Year. In other award fields, music from the Barbie movie received 12 Grammy nominations, including one for Song of the Year, Billie Eilish's What Was I Made For? The Recording Academy has been admitting an increasing number of female music makers as members in recent years. The Academy is the group of musicians, producers, engineers, and others who vote on the Grammy nominees and winners. Since 2019, the percentage of female members has gone from 30% to 36%. They are infusing the membership with a lot of members who will probably see things differently, Green said. Some of the male artists normally in competition were between projects. Harry Styles, Bad Bunny, and other past Grammy winners did not release new music during the eligibility period. Still, a University of Southern California study shows the percentage of women artists on Billboard magazine's Hot 100 list at the end of 2023 reached 35%, a 12-year high. Women also made gains behind the scenes, with women of color driving the first increase in female songwriting credits in 12 years. Almost 20% of songwriters are women, up from 14% a year earlier. Female musicians made a lot of progress in just a few years, Smith said. When you look at the data, you see that the collective action across the music industry is moving toward women, she said. That we haven't seen before. The number of female producers increased but remain mostly male. In 2023, women received 6.5% of producer credits. No women were nominated for the producer of the year Grammy. But on Sunday, several women could make history at the ceremony, including Swift and SZA. Swift could become the first artist to win Album of the Year four times if her work Midnight's wins the big prize. And if SZA wins for her recording SOS, she will be the first black woman to win Album of the Year as Lead Artist since Lauryn Hill. Hill received the honor 25 years ago. I'm Dan Novak.
2: This week on Ask a Teacher, we answer a question about reduced syllables and assimilation. Hello. I would like you to explain to me in detail, if that is possible, in spoken English, why do native speakers change or omit these letters? For example, 1. I want to go. I want to go. 2 handbag handbag 3 a and b a and b what's the rule behind this thanks adam thanks adam for your question you have found that people do not always say words the same way all the time they sometimes change sounds to make them easier to say One example is syllable dropping, which we discussed in an earlier Ask a Teacher. Assimilation and reduction are other ways sounds can change when people are speaking quickly. Two different sounds can start to sound the same when they are said quickly. This is called assimilation. This is what is happening in the word handbag. The n sound is a nasal sound, which is made by air moving through our nose. The sound b is produced by pressing the lips together. So the n sound is affected by the b sound in bag. The sound becomes m, a combination of a nasal sound and the labial sound. The d. Sound is then dropped. Handbag, handbag. Sometimes it is not just one sound within a word that is reduced, but a whole word, like in the examples of wanna or A and B. Function words like to and and are often reduced in everyday speech. This helps us to pay more attention to the more important words that carry meaning. Most unstressed syllables and function words become shorter, softer, and less clear. The vowel sound in to, u, gets reduced to another vowel sound, schwa, uh. Want to becomes wanta, uh. The two t sounds drop off in fast speech. So, wanta becomes wanna. In A and B, the and gets reduced to n. So, phrases like A and B or cream and sugar become A and B and cream and sugar. Please let us know if these explanations. And examples have helped you, Adam. Do you have a question about American English? Send us an email at learningenglish at voanews.com. And that's Ask a Teacher. I'm Faith Perlow. VOA Learning English has launched a new program for children. It is called Let's Learn English with Anna. The new course aims to teach children American English through asking and answering questions and experiencing fun situations. For more information, visit our website learningenglish.voanews.com.
3: Fall of the House of Usher, Part Two Roderick Usher, whom I had known as a boy, was now ill, and had asked me to come to help him. When I arrived, I felt something strange and fearful about the great old stone house, about the lake in front of it, and... "'About Usher himself. "'He appeared not like a human being, "'but like a spirit that had come back from beyond the grave. "'It was an illness,' he said, "'from which he would surely die. "'He called his sickness fear. "'I have,' he said, "'no fear of pain.' but only the fear of its result, of terror. I feel that the time will soon arrive when I must lose my life and my mind and my soul together in some last battle with that horrible enemy, fear. I learned also, but slowly and through broken words with doubtful meaning, another strange fact about the condition of Usher's mind. He had certain sick fears about the house in which he lived, and he had not stepped out of it for many years. He felt that the house, with its gray walls and the quiet lake around it, had somehow, through the long years, gotten a strong hold on his spirit. He said, however, that, "'Much of the gloom which lay so heavily on him "'was probably caused by something more plainly to be seen, "'by the long-continued illness, indeed the coming death, "'of a dearly loved sister, his only company for many years. "'Except for himself, she was the last member of his family on earth. "'When she dies,' he said, with a sadness which I can never forget, When she dies, I will be the last of the old, old family, the house of Usher. While he spoke, the Lady Madeline, for so she was called, passed slowly through a distant part of the room, and without seeing that I was there, went on. I looked at her with a complete and wondering surprise, and with some fear and yet I found I could not explain to myself such feelings. My eyes followed her. When she came to a door and it closed behind her, my eyes turned to the face of her brother. But he had put his face in his hands, and I could see only that the thin fingers through which his tears were flowing were whiter than ever before. THE ILLNESS OF THE LADY MADELINE HAD LONG BEEN BEYOND THE HELP OF HER DOCTORS. SHE SEEMED TO CARE ABOUT NOTHING. SLOWLY HER BODY HAD GROWN THIN AND WEAK, AND OFTEN FOR A SHORT PERIOD SHE WOULD FALL INTO A SLEEP LIKE THE SLEEP OF THE DEAD. SO FAR SHE HAD NOT BEEN FORCED TO STAY IN BED, BUT BY THE EVENING OF THE DAY I ARRIVED AT THE HOUSE. THE POWER OF HER DESTROYER, AS HER BROTHER TOLD ME THAT NIGHT, WAS TOO STRONG FOR HER. I LEARNED THAT MY ONE SIGHT OF HER WOULD PROBABLY BE THE LAST I WOULD HAVE, THAT THE LADY, AT LEAST WHILE LIVING, WOULD BE SEEN BY ME NO MORE. FOR SEVERAL DAYS FOLLOWING, HER NAME WAS NOT SPOKEN BY EITHER USHER OR MYSELF and during this period I was busy with efforts to lift my friend out of his sadness and gloom. We painted and read together, or listened as if in a dream to the wild music he played, and so, as a warmer and more loving friendship grew between us, I saw more clearly the uselessness of all attempts to bring happiness to a mind "'from which only darkness came, "'spreading upon all objects in the world "'its never-ending gloom. "'I shall always remember the hours I spent "'with the master of the House of Usher. "'Yet I would fail in any attempt to give an idea "'of the true character of the things we did together. "'There was a strange light over everything.' The paintings which he made made me tremble, though I know not why. To tell of them is beyond the power of written words. If ever a man painted an idea, that man was Roderick Usher. For me, at least, there came out of his pictures a sense of fear and wonder. One of these pictures may be told, although weakly, in words. It showed the inside of a room where the dead might be placed, with low walls, white and plain. It seemed to be very deep under the earth. There was no door, no window, and no light or fire burned. Yet a river of light flowed through it, filling it with a horrible, ghastly brightness. "'I have spoken of that sickly condition of the senses "'which made most music painful for Usher to hear. "'The notes he could listen to with pleasure were very few. "'It was this fact, perhaps, "'that made the music he played so different from most music. "'But the wild beauty of his playing could not be explained.' The words of one of his songs, called The Haunted Palace, I have easily remembered. In it I thought I saw, and for the first time, that Usher knew very well that his mind was weakening. This song told of a great house, where a king lived, a palace, in a green valley, where all was light and color and beauty, and the air was sweet. In the palace were two bright windows through which people in the happy valley could hear music and could see smiling ghosts, spirits moving around the king. The palace door was of the richest material. In red and white, through it came other spirits whose only duty was to sing in their beautiful voices about how wise their king was. But a dark change came, the song continued. And now those who enter the valley see through the windows in a red light, shapes that move to broken music. While through the door, now colorless, a ghastly river of ghosts laughing but no longer smiling, rushes out forever. Our talk of this song led to another strange idea in Usher's mind. He believed that plants could feel and think, and not only plants, but rocks and water as well. He believed that the gray stones of his house and the small plants growing on the stones and the decaying trees had a power over him that made him what he was. Our books, the books which for years had fed the sick man's mind, were, as might be supposed, of the same wild character. Some of these books Usher sat and studied for hours. His chief delight was found in reading one very old book, written for some forgotten church, telling of the watch over the dead. "'At last, one evening, he told me that the Lady Madeline was alive no more. "'He said he was going to keep her body for a time "'in one of the many vaults inside the walls of the building. "'The worldly reason he gave for this was one with which I felt I had to agree. "'He had decided to do this because of the nature of her illness.' because of the strange interest and questions of her doctors, and because of the great distance to the graveyard where members of his family were placed in the earth. We, too, carried her body to its resting place. The vault in which we placed it was small and dark. In ages past it must have seen strange and bloody scenes— "'It lay deep below that part of the building where I myself slept. "'The thick door was of iron, "'and because of its great weight made a loud, hard sound "'when it was opened and closed. "'As we placed the Lady Madeline in this room of horror, "'I saw for the first time the great likeness between brother and sister. "'And Usher told me then, "'that they were twins. "'They had been born on the same day. "'For that reason the understanding between them "'had always been great, "'and the tie that held them together very strong. "'We looked down at the dead face one last time, "'and I was filled with wonder. "'As she lay there, The Lady Madeline looked not dead, but asleep, still soft and warm. Though to the touch, cold as the stones around us.
1: That's all the time we have for today's show, but join us again tomorrow for another VOA Learning English Program. Thanks for listening. I'm Katie Weaver.
0: And I'm Dan Friedell.